your weekly Selk Grassroots podcast, brought to you by the Down to Play app. Welcome, and now for this week's edition of All Around the Leagues. Hello and welcome to our Corinthian League roundup for December. Uh, we last brought you a report last month, however, not been too much football in that time. About one and a half uh, rounds of fixtures, if you want to equate, equate it that way. We have a lot of weather involvement, unfortunately, impinging on our fixture list. But we'll carry on and we'll bring you our report for uh, the festive period. We are probably about a third of the way through our fixture list on average. Um, and in the senior division, Hatch Lane are the, the leaders as we go into the Christmas break. Just six games played, but they've won five and drawn one of those. Uh, and they get, that gives them 16 points and a quite healthy goal difference, having only conceded three in those six games, as well as scoring 30 in the process. So they are looking like being one of the hot favourites for the title. Sitting in second place, one of our other new teams in the league this season, Eastway Athletic. They've played a couple more games than the other sides around them, with four wins and a draw from their eight games, giving them a 13-point haul. And they stay ahead of uh, third-place Beatty's squad on goal difference. Beatty's themselves only played the five games due to cup commitments. Four, uh, four wins and a draw from their five games played, giving them also 13 points. And there's a bit of a gap between Beatty's in third and Secret in fourth, who sit on nine points, but with three wins from their three games. Secret FC are looking to be one of the sides uh, who will be challenging at the top of this table uh, and crucial to see how they get on against the, the leading sides. Um, sitting in fifth place are El Valiente, a side who were one of the teams up for the title last season. They've improved somewhat since the start of the campaign. They sit in fifth place with three wins and three defeats from six games, giving them nine points also. And they lie two points ahead of Click FC from six games. They have two wins and a draw. Um, not been a bad return as they were promoted up from uh, the, the second tier last season, but they'll be wanting to really uh, push forward and improve that as they move on in the season. Another of last year's pro- uh, promotion title contenders was Flanders. They sit seventh though, they've had a bit of an indifferent start themselves, just the two wins and a draw, giving them seven points also, an almost identical record to click just above them. In 8th place are London Mavericks. Uh, Two wins from six games this season gives them six points. Goal scoring being the real issue in in that department. Just the six goals scored in those six games. And and they'll be looking to see if Santa brings them a new striker over Christmas. Sitting in ninth place are technically the reigning champions, Repton Park, who were our uh, our champions in the 18-19 season, of course. They have one win and a draw from their five games played. And they sit on four points. Almost identical record, in fact, just one goal separates them from Warren United, who sit in 10th place uh, with just one extra goal conceded, one win and a draw from their five. And bottom of the table are East Stars, another of our teams who joined the league this season, just one draw to account for their single point from six games played as they look to improve things in January. As we look into our Premier Division, which is our second tier, the leaders there are FC Baller, uh, who have five wins and a draw, remain unbeaten from their six games, and just the two goals conceded as well, an excellent defensive record, sees them as one of the clear favourites this season. But Brook Athletic are three points behind, and with a game in hand, four wins and a draw, 17 goals scored, only six conceded, it could be a real battle this year between those two. 
And I don't think Culture Club are going to be far behind either. They sit third at the moment. Four wins and a draw. Just one defeat to their name, Culture Club. Uh, they have 13 points also. A very dangerous side, as many will attest to. Central Colts sit fourth, and they'll be very, very pleased with their return as they moved up a couple of divisions over the summer. Three wins, two draws, and just a single defeat for, for the Dagenham Bay side. They sit with 11 points. Just a point behind them, Barking and Dagenham Wanderers. They have three wins and a draw from eight games played this season, giving them 10 points. Um, I think they'll be slightly disappointed with their return so far, but it, it's a very, very difficult division, as, we, as we've already found out. Barking Riverside also moved up. I think they came up three tiers over the summer. Um, but they've had a very good start, in fact. Five five games played and three wins um, to that record. And a very healthy goal difference, too. So they've made the step up with a plump. Asianos uh, sit in seventh place. Only four games played due to the weather. And obviously cup commitments, too. Two wins and two draws. An unbeaten record, in fact, therefore, for the seventh place side. And they have eight points um, and they would obviously look to convert some of those games in hand into results as the season returns. In eighth place are Ultimate Vision. They've uh, one have one win and two draws to account for their point total of five, sitting eighth in the table. And there are two sides in the relegation zone, both without a point so far, which is Panda and Chingford Athletic. Panda are the side in ninth with uh, zero points, obviously, from their seven games. And Chingford, very disappointing, um, probably considering how well they've done last season. They sit bottom, unfortunately, with no points from six games played. And again, goal scoring probably being the difference for them also. We move into our third tier, which is Division 1. And this is very, very close at the top. Oceana will lead the way through the Christmas break. Uh, five wins and two draws from eight games played this season, giving them a haul of 17 points, which I think uh, will be something that they'll reflect on in, with some positivity just behind them unbeaten Gantz Hill uh, a point behind and with two games in hand however they sit in the second place with five wins and a draw uh, and an excellent defensive record too so you'd imagine that they'll be there or thereabouts if we get to the end of the season in third place are Abridge Village who've had an indifferent start but they sit third very comfortably good goal scoring record too the highest scorers in the division in fact they have four wins and a draw from uh, seven games played giving them 13 points and 30 goals scored in those fixtures too Roos sit in fourth place three wins two draws and one defeat from six um, a solid start to them as well um, but I think that they have more to come and they actually have the best defensive record in the division with just seven conceded uh, from those 11 points gained Sitting fifth, and with games in hand, Barking, three wins from four, uh, just one defeat to their name, giving them nine points this season. Uh, again, with games in hand, you never know where they might finish up, um, but obviously, over a long season, it could take the toll on the legs eventually. Sixth placed AC Milano, they have two wins and one draw from their six games played, giving them seven points. Uh, recently saw their long unbeaten home record come to an end as well and they sit in mid-table one of four teams in fact on seven points valentine united are another of those sides who sit in seventh place eight games played two wins and a draw for their seven points uh largely inconsistent have been scoring goals but have been conceding them as well and they'll be disappointed with that i'm sure 
In eighth place are Galsbrook, who I, I believe were bottom of the table or were at least second bottom the last time we reported. They've, had, they've got a couple of wins under their belts now. Two wins and a draw from their seven. They also sit on seven points, as I said before. Very, very congested middle period of the middle area of the table where two wins could shoot you up into near enough to promotion places. Sitting ninth are Hornchurch Oakmont, who again were one of the bottom sides when we last reported. They now have a couple of wins under their belt, two wins and a draw from six games played. They are also on seven points. And the bottom two now are 10th place Wanstead Albion, with one win and two draws from their six games played. Goal scoring being the issue for them. Uh, very solid defensively compared to many others, but they just don't score enough, unfortunately. Eight in just six, giving them five points, however. And that's five points ahead of the side who are bottom, which is Corona Redbridge. Uh, six games played, six defeats, unfortunately. Um, and, well, they'll be hoping that uh, the new year brings them a change in fortune. We now move into our fourth tier which is division two which is led the way quite comfortably now by fc galaxy um the dagenham Bay side seven wins from seven games played and in the last couple of weeks that has included results against the sides around them which has given them now a uh, six point gap at the top of the table in division two sitting in second are royal albert uh, who are on 15 points from seven games with five wins amongst that um the County Cup holders, as they are as things stand, of course, from a couple of years back, uh, have had a bit of a indifferent start, but I think they'll be pleased with, with a return of 15 points from their first seven games, but they're going to have to go some way now to try and catch Galaxy. Thames Ironworks community have slipped down to third place now. The long-time leaders of this division, or were in the promotion places for some time anyway, uh, they did get defeated by Galaxy and Royal Albert quite recently. Um, seven Games played, four wins and a draw gives them 13 points and they sit in third. Also on 13 points are Chingford Athletic A, who were previously West Essex, having changed their name fairly recently. They have eight games played, four wins and a draw. Uh, so they sit just outside of the promotion places also by a couple of points. AFC Faden sit fifth, again with a lot of games in hand to play due to weather-related issues and COVID issues. Four from four, so who knows what, what where that might take them when they eventually be able to play FC Galaxy at the top of the table. Four wins, uh, giving them 12 points and a very good defensive record to boot. And then quite a gap between fifth and sixth place. Emerson Park from two games more, just the two wins from their uh, six games played, giving them six points, but sitting fairly comfortably in mid-table. Uh, on goal difference, though, ahead of FC Mexico A, who are sitting seventh, also on six points with two wins from their seven games played. And then there's a three-point gap down to the side in eighth place, which is St. Augustine's. They have just the one win from four games played. Um, the cup finalists recently uh, will hope, hopefully try and translate some of those games in hand, of course, into points, which will see them shift up the table. Much like their Saturday side, Frenford's Sunday side have had a bit of a struggle in the early stages of the season, but they have just picked up their first victory in recent weeks, giving them one win from their first five games played, and they sit on three points, but in ninth place. And bottom of the table are Chigwell United, which is a strange position, having seen their recent results, a couple of very good performances against the sides in the top four. Um, but they sit bottom with seven defeats from seven games. Goal scoring, not really an issue here. Um, perhaps it's just that defence they need to sort out. 
and that would give them a bit of a boost uh, and some points hopefully. We now move into Division 3 where Eastbrook United, one of our new teams in the league this season, they lead the way quite substantially now by 8 points at the top of the table, 8 wins from 9 games played this season and a good record both attacking and defensively so they've had a really good start to the season and they'll be pleased with that, with, with that performance. So sitting those 8 points behind are second placed Romeo Colts who were one of the sides uh, expected to be up or up there, there or thereabouts at the start of the campaign and so it's proving so far but they have dropped quite a few points recently. 5 wins and a draw from 9 with 3 defeats sees them on 16 points but with a fairly healthy goal difference which will help them out in the long run. Sitting in third place are FC Mexico B, who do have a couple of games in hand, of course. They have four wins and a draw to their name. A very good defensive record, giving them 13 points. One of three teams on 13 points in another very, very congested middle area of the table. Sitting in fourth are Blackwall Rovers, with uh, four wins and a draw from eight. Also seeing them on 13 points, just two goals behind FC Mexico B. Um, always goals involved in the Blackwell Rovers game recently bounced back from a very big defeat to um, hand a defeat to another side so they're a bit, a bit up and down but they'll be relatively pleased with their e e efforts so far and also in the middle of the table on 13 points are Alpha four wins, one draw and three defeats from their eight games almost identical record to Blackwell Rovers and they trail Rovers by just a point and just a point behind those teams, in fact, are the 6th and 7th place sides. Now, Bretton's Manor were one of the early early runners in this division, but they have slipped away quite recently with, with a few defeats to their name. Four wins from seven games, however, keeps them well in touch with the sides uh, around them. Um, and in fact, uh, a couple of wins would take them second in the table, showing you how, how close this division is. So they sit on 12 points. Also sitting on 12 points are Ainsley who have four wins from their eight games played in the season. 22 goals scored and conceded. So a side who um, don't... Well, they, they obviously don't have many issues scoring goals, but they could well do with, with some assistance in stopping them. And that would really help them. Sitting in eighth place are Munkums, uh, who have two wins from five... Uh, but a very healthy goal difference in, in many respects, a good defensive record, but they haven't been able to translate that into victories, unfortunately. They sit on six points, three points clear of two sides who have really struggled, unfortunately, in the early stages of the season. Ninth place, Jaffna did pick up their first win of the campaign quite recently, um, and they sit on three points in ninth place with, with that one solitary win. Goal scoring again being the issue with them. But bottom of the table are Lonsdale, uh, seven defeats from seven games played this season, giving them, unfortunately, nil point as we head into the festive period. In Division 4, we, we have a real battle on our hands in this division, I can tell you. There are at least four sides who are well in the running for the title here. And going into Christmas will be the only unbeaten side, however, in the division, Upshire Forest who have had an excellent start to the season. Six wins and three draws from nine games. I think they'll be a little bit little bit disappointed to draw those three, but they do sit top by five points at the moment, um, having played nine games, which is a couple more than the others, and they sit on 21 points. Just behind them are Fade and Green. Uh, five wins and a draw from seven. Just that one solitary defeat to their name. Um, very, very healthy goal-scoring record. Very good defensively. Um, and when those two eventually meet, that will be an excellent battle between two relatively local sides as well sitting in third are Cobra from Dagenham 
who have had a bit of an up and down period really. Eight games played, five wins uh, and a draw. Just the two defeats for the side who were promoted over the summer. They also sit on 16 points but with a goal difference quite substantially lower than second place green. Sitting in fourth are Total Football. They, they're just a single point back now and, and, and you know, our side really to be feared, um, particularly on the, on the 3G surface. Very good football inside, as the name suggests. Four wins and three draws, just one defeat for Total Football. A side who do like scoring goals, um, but they're all pretty good at keeping them out as well, and that's a good good mixture to have. Um, so they, I expect they will have a say on where things go this season. Two points further back are Leighton Stone Athletic, four wins and a draw for their for their record so far this season, giving them 13 points, um, and they sit in the top five. Another side who do have some very experienced players from a high level within their ranks, um, but whether they can hold a sustained challenge on the top on promotion places as, as the season goes will be remain to be seen. There's a little, little bit of a gap then between them and sixth-placed Chingford Athletic Reserves, who have three wins and a draw from seven games, giving them ten points, um, but a positive goal difference, which is something they'll hang on to in some hope. And just below them, on just by goals, in fact, are Romford Athletic Dons, also on ten points, in seventh placed with three wins and a draw. Again, another positive goal difference. Then just below them are Titans United by a point, sit on uh, nine points in eighth position with just three wins, a little bit up and down. Uh, goals conceded been the real issue with them in recent weeks, shipping quite a few goals. And it's a similar story with ninth place United Amateurs, uh, who have conceded tw- 27 in their seven games, but they did pick up a win recently, giving them one win and a draw and four points, which moved them out of, out of the relegation zone. In 10th place, Young Royals uh, picked up a win recently also. They moved off the bottom with that win and that sees them up to three points in 10th place. The only side in the division below them with Nilpois are Eastern Avenue uh, with no points from their six games played following a promotion over the summer. We move into Division 5 now, which sees the leaders being Dagenham, uh, sorry, Dagenham Rangers at the top of the table with 24 points from nine games played. Uh, seven wins to boot within that. They've had an excellent spell in recent weeks, having started the season in some difficulty, really, with a couple of results that didn't go their way. But they're, they're now top by five points, in fact. Um, but the side that are chasing them, Royal Lions, um, look to have a bit of bite about them, pardon the pun, uh, six wins and a draw, but the real story for them is their goal-scoring record. 44 goals in eight games played for the second-place side there, and just the 12 conceded also. Very healthy goal difference, and I'm sure those two top sides can't wait to play each other. In third place are Valence United. They sit five points back now, having lost a couple of their recent fixtures, or drop points, in fact. Um, seeing them on 14 points from eight games with four wins and two draws. They've slipped away a little bit, but you know, with a couple of strong results against sides around them, could could move back into that promotion frame. Stowe Rovers sit fourth with four wins and a draw from their first seven games of the season, giving them ten points um, in the uh, top four there, as I say. And they're one of three teams on ten points in this division. Singsaba Barkin also with ten points, with three wins and a draw to their account. Uh, in 5th place and in 6th place also with 10 points are Pink City Phoenixes with 3 wins and a draw also um, but goal scoring there um, 
not really the issue. Goals conceded, however, much, much more the problem with Ping City with 27 goals conceded in those eight fixtures. Just a point back from them are the cup finalists, Custom House Community, who still still wait that, that big cup final night to happen, which hopefully will be in January, fingers crossed. Two wins and three draws for Custom House as things stand. See them sit on nine points, um, which is two points ahead of Tekka's Vets, who have had a pretty good spell uh, in recent weeks. Uh, they picked up some points in, in games that they've been playing in uh, in December. Two wins and a draw for Tekka's Vets there, giving them seven points sitting in eighth. In ninth place, just a couple of points further back, are Colbert Royals Vets, who really have started to establish themselves now, and, and the, the games that they play in are very, very well contested. Um, Joe Cole's side, of course, there. Um, one win and two draws from their seven sees them sit on five points. Ahead of the only side without a point in this division, who are Fairlock Rovers, who unfortunately don't have any points from their seven games played this season. We now move into our final division, which is Division 6, and that is led the way by quite substantially now by Barking Reserves, who have seven wins from eight games this season, just four goals conceded also, and 41 scored. Um, an excellent, excellent goal difference in comparison to others in the division. Sees them five points clear. But the side they got beat by uh, was in fact the team in second place who do have a game in hand, East Tilbury Town. Five wins and a draw from their seven games give them 16 points. So they could in fact move within two points of the leaders if they win that game in hand. In third place are Epping Royals who have put in some good performances recently. Another young side in this division moving up from youth football over the summer. Five wins from eight games as things stand giving them 15 points. Um, and they stay three points clear of fourth-placed Royal Lions reserves with four wins and four defeats to account for their 12 points and sitting fairly comfortably in the middle ta- middle area of the table there. Uh, goal difference ahead of, the, of uh, Thames Ironworks Community Reserves who have dropped down a couple of places in the last couple of weeks. They also have four wins and four defeats from eight games and, and they sit behind the side in fourth from goal difference. Down in sixth place, but with a lot of games in hand, Byron Red Star, um, a side who obviously have games in hand to catch up on, and if they were to win those, could in fact go within two points of the leaders. They sit on ten points with three wins and a draw and a single defeat from their opening five games, but just six goals conceded also, so the second best defence in the division. In seventh place, also on ten points, are Mansfield Rangers with two wins and two draws to their name from their eight games played so far this season. Sitting in eighth place are Epping Forest Falcons, who are an experienced side amongst this this group of young young teams. They have three wins and a draw, plus the two defeats from their six games played, a couple of games in hand, obviously due to weather-related issues. They sit also on ten points. Then there's quite a big gap between the 8th and the ninth place. Seven points, in fact, between those positions. Woodford Green United uh, sit ninth with one win and one draw to their name. Um, and just below them on goal difference are Atletico City in 10th place. Just the one win uh, for them to their name so far, but with games in hand. They sit on three points. And the only side in the division without a point so far is Ilford County, who sit 11th in the table. Uh, with zero points. Again, goal difference really the issue with them. Um, Only the five goals in six games, which is something they will need to improve. And that brings to a conclusion uh, the Corinthian Football League action for 
2020, the calendar year. Um, obviously much, much more football to hopefully come in 2021 as we try and play catch-up amongst all of the issues that we face presently um, to do with the C word, of course. Um, we of course we wish everybody a very very Merry Christmas and we hope that like everybody else that we, we're able to see much more football in 2021 best wishes everybody hello and welcome to our all around the leagues recording bringing you news and updates from the North Kent Sunday Football League with the league suspended until Tier 4 restrictions are eased on London and the South East, today's podcast provides you with an update of the League and Cup competitions as they stand headed into 2021. In the Senior Division, Rao Gima lead the way with a 100% winning record from their 6 games so far. Hot on their heels is Sun, who have accumulated 15 from the same number of matches. Sean and Riverview United are still looking for their first points of the season, but with a lot of matches still to be played, it could be all changing the Senior Division come the end of the season. Charlie Clover of the Sun leads the scoring charts in the senior division with 11 goals from 6 matches, followed by Ross Murphy and Chris McConnell of Raul Gima with 9 and 7 goals respectively. Hive Titans and Swanscombe Tigers are leading the way in Division 1 with 10 points from 5 matches played so far. Newtown Cobras who currently find themselves in 3rd position with 9 points could go top if they win their game in hand. Meanwhile, at the bottom, South Darrant are still looking for their first win of the season after picking up one point from the first 15 available. Jack London of Newtown Cobras leads the scoring charts with eight goals from four matches. Jack is closely followed by Fraser Knapp of South Darrant with seven goals and Lee Watkins of Marley Rolls with six goals. In Division 2, Black Lion Hartley have a 100% record so far this season, winning all five of their matches so far. AFC Rocheville have also racked up 15 points from their 7 games so far and the Old Leather Bottle are hot on their heels taking 13 points from the first 15 available. Meanwhile, Swanscombe Tigers Reserves and the Rising Eagles are still looking for their first points of the season. Three players lead the scoring charts in Division 2 with 8 goals each. Harry Boyd of the Old Leather Bottle, Ben Cable of Springhead Park and Joe Winston of Gravesend Spartans. In Division 3... Pelham Arms lead the way, taking 16 points from the first 18 points on offer, with Guru Nanak closely following having accumulated 13 points so far. At the bottom of the table are Erith Town, with one win from four games so far, and Taverners, who have picked up four points from the first 21 available. Ashley Rolfe of Phoenix Sports has racked up eight goals from seven games in Division 3, with Michael Cullen, also of Phoenix Sports, and Ellis Green from the Pelham Arms hot on Ashley's Hills with six goals each so far. In Division 4, Darston Athletic and Ridgeway Darts both hold 100% records so far in Division 4 and occupy the top two positions in the table. Queenland's Ends are still looking for their first points of the season. Luke Jenkins and Adam Taylor of Ridgeway Darts top the scoring charts with 11 and 10 goals respectively. Aaron Lennon of Darston Athletic makes up the top three with eight goals so far. In the GNM Motors Cup, the GNM Motors Cup is currently at the third round stage there remain four second round ties to be played before the third round ties commence. In the John Robinson League Cup A, it's currently at the second round stage, with 16 teams remaining in the competition. The John Robinson League Cup B group stage fixtures are still to be completed. The top two teams from Group 1 and 2 will proceed to the semi-final stage. And in the Senior Cup, 
It's currently at the quarter-final stage, with four second-round tyres to be played before the quarter-final tyres commence. That's all for this week. We'll be back with news, more news and updates in the new year. Having trouble tracking who can play and who can't? Download Down to Play before your next match. The first app to purely focus on player availability. Get Down to Play for free in the App Store and Google Play. Hello, and now for the Barnet Sunday League portion of the Celt podcast. With no games taking place due to the Tier 4 restrictions, we'll be bringing you a mid-season review of the league instead. So starting off in our Premier Division, top spot rising ballers, 19 points from 7 games, 6 wins, 1 draw, 34 goals scored and 5 conceded. In second place, the Highgate Albion, despite losing their first game of the season, have rattled off six consecutive wins to be one point off top spot. In third place, we have a resurgent Park Rolls on 16 points, although they have played a couple of games more than the leaders. In fourth place, we have Takers, played 5-1-5, looking very impressive under their new coach, Apple Westcott. In fifth place, we have Traps on Spore UK on 11 points. In sixth place, we have AC Finchley on 8 points. In seventh place, we have Hornsey and Highgate on 6 Six points. In eighth place, we have Continental on five points. In ninth place, we have former London Cup runners-up Gal All Stars, who are new to the league and found it very hard. Played seven, lost seven, and bottom of the table while Stars FC, who have had points deductions, they are on minus three. Moving on into Division One now. Top of the table, we have newly promoted AFC Oakwood, who came up from Division Three. Played seven, won five, drawn two. They're on 17 points. A point behind them are Kadaris Town. In third place are Highgate Albion Reserves on 13 points. Joining them on 13 points are Northumberland Park Rangers. In fifth place are the Wrongans on 12 points, although they have a couple of games in hand on the teams above. In sixth place, Enfield United, also on 12 points. In seventh place, the Locomotive Thunder on 7 points. In eighth place, the Chow and Berbers on 4 points. In ninth place, the Peckinsport Peckin on 2 points. And bottom of the table are Edmonton Rovers on 1 point. Moving on to the most important division of the Barnet Sunday Football League, Division 2. At the top of the table are the boys, AFC Rose, 18 points from 6 games, 25 goals scored, 7 conceded. In second place, a GTFA, also looking very impressive. Played seven, won six, lost one. In third place, a Shentry Athletic on 16 points from seven games. In fourth place, a United House on 11 points. In fifth place, a Mill Hill Club to Football on nine points. In sixth place, a Grange Park on eight points. In seventh place, the Edmonton Lions on four points. And we have three teams on three points. Anatolians, Inter Mill Hill and North London Athletic. Moving on into Division 3 now, where we have Strafford Arms top of the league. Unbeaten in 8 games, 42 goals scored, 6 conceded. In 2nd place we have Trent Park on 21. In 3rd place we have Hendonians on 19. In 4th place we have London Orient on 14. In 5th place we have North London Colts on 10. In 6th place we have Highgate Albion thirds on 7. In 7th place we have Enfield Athletic on 5. In 8th place we have AFC Muswell Hill on 4. In ninth place, we have Enfield Albion on four. And bottom of the table are Arnus Rangers on three points. Moving on into Division 4 now. We have a tie at the top between Whetstone Wanderers, Old Boys and Roving Reporters. They're on 16 points. Brotherhood, Cozzy in third on 15 points. Also on 15 points, the New Barnet. 
In fifth place, the Yoga Benito on 14 points. In sixth place, the Gower Phoenix on 13 points. In seventh place, the Sopranos FC together on 12 points. In eighth place, the NLR on 11 points. In ninth place, the Barnet Salsa also on 11 points. In tenth place, FC Cricklewood on 10 points. In eleventh place, the Sporting M14 on 7 points. And bottom of the table, Coney Hatch Athletic on 3 points. Moving on into Division 5 now, where we have the Pro Panthers top of the table with 21 points. In second place are the Underdogs on 17 points. In third place are Borelli on 16 points. In fourth place are Clark and Moore on 14 points. In fifth place are Gospel Oak FC on 13 points. They are joined on 13 points by the Bandits in sixth and May de Villa in seventh. In 8th place are North London Panthers on 10 points. In ninth place are Camden FC on 7 points. Also on 7 points are Real Menza and Armenian Youth Association. And bottom of the table are North Atletico Seniors without a win in 7 games. They are bottom of the table with no points. Moving on into Division 6 now. Where top of the table are AFC Oakwood Reserves. They are on 24 points. In second place are Uzlot on 18 points. In third place are London Wednesday on 17 points. In fourth place are North London Wanderers on 16 points. In fifth place are AFC Edmonton on 13 points. In sixth place are Whetstone Wanderers under 23s on 11 points. They are joined on 11 points by Alexandra Knights in seventh place. In eighth place are Stratford Arms Blues on 9 points. In ninth place at AFC Muswell Hill seconds on three points. They are joined on three points by Grange Park Reserves. And eleventh place at GTFA, GTFA seconds on zero points from two games. And rounding off the table are Oak Hill also on zero points. And now we'll look at the top scorers from each division. In the Premier Division, Solomon Afori of Highgate Albion first is first. In, uh, with 10 goals. In second place is Andrew Senesi of Continental on 7 goals. And there's a tie for third place. Micah Jackson of Stars FC and Riddy Curry of Traps and Spore UK with 6 goals. Moving on into Division 1 top scorers. Mark Sarfo of Enfield United is top with 11 goals. Max Quelch Bullis of Locomotive Thunder. Andreas Anastasiu, Alfie Francis, Ryan Harrington and Reese Richards are on seven goals each. And in third place is Kenneth Barber from Northumberland Park Rangers and Harry Gritchie caswell of the Romans on six goals. Moving on to the Division 2 top scorers. In first place, we have a joint tie between Nicholas Azpardi of Shentry Athletic and Chindinma Odiaka of GTFA. In second place, we have Sonny Stewart of AFC Rose. And there's a tie for third place between Costa Azapardi of Shentry Athletic and Jimmy Brennan of Grange Park. For Division 3, the top scorers are Bradley Swell from Stratford Arms on 13 goals. In second place, Matty Johnson of FC Trent Park on 10 goals. And in third place, Jack Davis of Stratford Arms on 8 goals. Moving on to the Division 4 top scorers. At the top of the table is Aaron Madison of Whetstone Wanderers Old Boys on 11 goals, with a tie for second between Godfrey Burko of New Barnet and Villavesi Cesar of Sopranos FC together. And we have a few-way tie for third place, Fabian Farley of Roving Reporters, Ashley Kissadu of New Barnet and Bradley Marriott of Barnet Salsa. Moving on to the Division 5 top scorers, 
At the top of the table is Granite Begu of Borelli with 15 goals. In second place, we have a tie between Aaron Kennedy of Clarkwell and Ardit Corby of Borelli. They're both on 12 goals. And in third place, we have Eben Mbona of North London Panthers. And for the Division 6 top scorers, we have Jerry Hassan top with 17 goals from Uzlot. We have Alfie Embleton of Whetstone Wanderers under 23s on 10 goals. And we have a two-way tie in third place between London Wednesday players Tony Burke and Geoffrey Corrado. We'll be back soon to bring you the rest of the news for the Barnet Sunday League. This week's Selk podcast was brought to you by Down to Play, the simple app for next game availability.